Good morning and welcome to Sips of Sanity. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. We are on day five of enmeshment and today is the light happy show. The first four have been heavy, difficult, kind of the boot up your butt if you want to put it that way. And today we're talking about beginning to forgive yourself and actually dealing with the problem. Is that ever difficult, Kelly? Because you're talking about perhaps an adult listening to that and saying or hearing in their head that they have to go back to when they were a child, perhaps, to recognize where this all began. So maybe the way parents treated you and their own problems. And what we're talking about here is we're not saying you have to forgive them in one fell swoop. We're saying that you have to be able to forgive yourself that inner child that didn't know any better, that wasn't given a better example. That's what we're talking about. Right. And this requires you to be able to look at facts without emotion to a certain degree, mm -hmm. just to begin so that you can see, like you said, if we're going back to observe what happened just as an event without emotion, then we can understand how we involved ourselves in it when we didn't know any better, like you said. Yeah. And then if that's what we learned and processed on a subconscious level of, okay, then this is what I should do next time, it became a pattern that we didn't even know was forming. Yep. And I've always loved Oprah's saying, when you know better, do better. Yeah, because it means it's now, it's in this moment that you understand something that you're allowed to say, I have a choice. I want more choices. Because as a child, that's what the parents or the people around you took away from you or the choices. choices. And because of that, you don't have a level of awareness and you're not able to follow a healthy maturation process. And now you're going to give it to yourself. This is your greatest gift you get to give yourself. Mm -hmm. And like we said, this is a process of just being able to observe and for sure, there will be a process of grieving where you can feel whatever it is you feel based on the observations that you made. But that process of grieving and feeling can exist as a separate experience than the growth that you choose to do to go forward. Mm -hmm. And I like to separate them in my head to know that I have time to grieve and that it doesn't mean I'm going backwards in it, that I'm regressing in any way. It just means I'm processing an emotion. So that when I need to get my head on straight, and like you said, see my options now, I can do that on a factual basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with healthier choices, your emotions are going to be different. Yes. And then we can blend the experiences together going forward because we are mature enough to handle both scenarios. And I like the fact that we're talking about maturing here. Because when a person stays that way where they are enmeshed with others there is a lack of being mature and that's any party in the enmeshment whether you're the fixer or the breaker the parent or the child we are speaking to people of all ages by the way this is not the 20 year old this could be the 50 year old on his third marriage this can be the 80 year old on their second marriage it doesn't matter Oh, and it can be the 80-year-old that's still enmeshed with the dead father. Yes. This makes it quite difficult if you have parents who are older and are still enmeshed in all relationships 
and you're trying to go through your own individuation process. So please be aware that you could be the 50 year old or the 60 year old finally just beginning to individuate in your life. And that could explain to you why a future partner that you attract would be totally different than the partners that you've had in your past. It's often what people are looking for. You know, I left a marriage. I don't want to marry the same person over and over again, just in a different body. But they do. And they don't understand it. They think it's about the partners when it's actually about themselves. So what we're saying here today is there's a good reason. There are wonderful reasons why you do the work to come outside of being a person who gets enmeshed in relationships. Some people die in these relationships. They live their whole lives doing this. So when you do the work necessary, you can actually get back your own life. And I think it's really good, Kelly, for people to hear that this whole process of individuating, at no matter what age you choose to do it, is a starting over that's healthy. And with healthy tools can come healthy emotions, less stress, releasing of depression, releasing of anxiety, sleeplessness, sore stomachs, fibro and body pain. It also gives you your time back. You have more time in your day when you are not dealing with all the things you just talked about. Mm-hmm. And this is something else we've, we've kind of put on our notes here that you have to deal with your addictions. Mm-hmm. And that often people with addictions are the ones who are severely enmeshed in different relationships. And we turn to addictions outside of relationships to escape from it. Yeah. So you could have enmeshment issues and be an alcoholic on top of it, or a drug addict, or a workaholic. There's all kinds of ways people become enmeshed in more than one thing in their life. So if you are enmeshed in a relationship by being the fixer or the breaker, chances are you have multiple layers or multiple addictions. And uncovering one will help you snowball it into all of them. So what can apply healthily to the relationship addiction can also help you with your addiction to other things in life. So I think one of the best first steps that you can take today is to find out who your person is. Check in with a healthy person and if they are not anyone that currently exists in your life, that's when you call a third-party therapist or counselor. Yeah, and make sure that they have the actual training to help you with this. When you make that phone call to set up that first appointment, ask those questions if they're qualified for that or if they have a specialty in it. And quite often, Kelly, those very therapists will also run group sessions to help people so that you can share your stories and be supported in your road to individuation. Wonderful. Thank you for the week. I know there were a lot of heavy educational points, Mm -hmm. but you've got a pause button, everyone. So if you do need to use it, rewind, play back, whatever you need, these are yours for free as long as you need to hear them. Mm Mm-hmm. I think one of the most precious things we have is our ability to think and for as long as people hold that near and dear to them that they have a right to think then they will get more choices Cal and as soon as they have their own choices 
and get some of that strength through this process, then their actual realities will become their own instead of living in someone else's. What an exciting thing to do for yourself in this life, to be yourself and to discover that. And to find out that you're loved for exactly who you are. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, if you have questions or comments about today's show or any of the shows this week, you can email us at info at Otherwise, we have a brand new coffee with the Sarlos out tomorrow morning. <laughs>